Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, what up, gamers? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Games Cast, the show where we get together and talk about games with all of our good friends. I'm your host, Andy Cortez, because Tim isn't here. I don't know what's going on with Tim. But Tim's gone. We got a special one, though. We were joined by Tasty Steve to talk mm, some Tekken 8 yeah. with Blessing because you all were at the preview this past weekend, right? Or when was it? It was yeah. like a week ago. Yeah, yeah week it was ago. like right before Game Awards. That's and right. so I did the thing where I flew down to L.A. for a day and then flew back. And then the next day, flew back down to L.A. <laughs> for Game Awards, stayed for a couple days and then flew back. And so now I'm exhausted for no reason. That's I, the beauty of the West Coast, though. You get to do those day trips. and Yeah, just right quick. back and forth. Super quick. I'm, I'm sure you've been downing the vitamin C, though, right? You got, I actually have. Yeah, like yeah, I had both um, emergency and then also Great liquid food. IV. I put, Dang, you're going in. I put them in the same glass one night. G- Yo, can you say that on the internet? Can you say that on the internet? I was double dipping. I don't know if like put them in one glass last night. I was like, rocking it. I don't know if like that could possibly kill me, but there was one night where I was like, "Ooh, man, I think I need both of them." Right? I was like, "I'm not. Well, I don't. I don't want to drink two glasses of water or two glasses." Sponsors watching this, like, I don't know. If this I, is don't good know. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I, I think I, I think he's has too much vitamin C. Is he okay today? I think he's hopped up on the vitamin C. I, I didn't have a hangover, so it worked. That's yeah, pretty good. And I'm not sick. I'm somehow not sick and so the gym helps me with that i literally if i'm like uh oh go to the sauna and just sweat it out that's when i do my best you know like when i can actually leave the house from said sickness obviously for me it's like two push-ups just that's all i gotta do (laughs) i feel way better you can get this show ad free watch live as we record it and get a whole bevy of exclusive bonus shows over on patreon.com slash kind of funny just like our producers did Jackson Hampton and Delaney Twining, thank you so much for supporting us over at patreon.com slash kind of funny. Or you can watch on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and roosterteeth.com. You can listen to your favorite podcast service. Just search for kind of funny games. Use our epic creator code kind of funny on the epic store and epic in game purchases like Rocket League and all the stuff that Fortnite's putting out. They're putting out everything. We're only going to be playing one game in 10 years. It's going to be Fortnite. There's going to be a million little platforms in there. Yeah, I'm going to talk about some Fortnite. Did you, wait, wait, wait. The Lego Fortnite? I'm going to tell you oh, right yeah. now. I could care less about Fortnite. I mean, I play it with That's my niece every now and then. Yeah. Ninja Turtles, the whole nine. But when I was watching the Game Awards, I was like, man, is this Lego Fortnite? Why does this look so sick? I yeah. was kind of upset. I was mad at myself for enjoying it so much. Oh, so yeah. shout outs to Fortnite and Lego for making something that, you know, I actually want to get into again. I mean, know? I heard the racing game is cool too. They put yeah. out that like kind of kart racing, Mario Rocket Kart racing. type style thing. Yeah, I got, I got, a, lot of, I got a lot to say about right. it. We'll, okay. we'll, we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk, we'll talk about, we'll talk about that later. You know? Housekeeping. Today we're brought to you by X-Real, Z-Biotics, and BetterHelp. But we'll talk about that later. Today's show... Tekken 8. Tots, tots, Tekken tots, tots, 8. Tots. Get ready for the next battle. Jeez, let's go. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just going to read a little excerpt uh, because <sighs> all of this sounds incredibly cool and insane. According to director Katsuhiro Harada, Tekken 8 gameplay will focus on aggressiveness and will have a new heat gauge system in addition to returning gameplay features from Tekken 7 such as rage system based attacks. How much of that was taking place at this event that you all went to? All of it. Every... 
every ounce of what you just said was taking place at the event we just came from. Yeah, dude. I, so I'm very excited to do this this preview alongside Tasty Steve because of course Tasty Steve, if people don't know, I mean Tasty Steve is a seasoned commentator, yeah. right? Like you you've commentated at Evos. You're usually usually doing Tekken at yeah, Evo. No. If you watched the last Evo, then you people pr likely heard your voice or yeah, the commentary. If you watched that top eight, then you've definitely heard my voice. Uh, me and the boy Rip level up your game. Shout out to my bro, fellow commentator. But yes, uh, I commentate a lot of tech, and I do other fighting games as well. Obviously, Street Fighter's in there as well. And you were in Street Fighter 6? I am in Street Fighter 6. You can. I am oh a selectable commentator in Street Fighter 6. If you like the soothing sounds of my voice, you can pick it on Street Fighter 6. And they just got fighting game of the year at, you know, Video Game Awards too. So shout outs to Capcom and the boys, Matsumoto Sun. But yes, uh, I am an avid, avid fighting game player. Uh, Tekken 8 right now, the flavor of the week, especially because we just came from that preview. And when I tell you, I've really been kind of keeping track of Tekken 8 for quite some time. We went to an initial preview when they showed us like the characters and stuff like that. And now this is like the finished build, the final build, if I'm not mistaken, that we got to see yeah. firsthand. Final if not very close to final. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was... And as somebody who plays, like, I try to touch every fighting game because it's kind of my job now. I got to be like, hey, how do you play this? Do I like this enough to learn how to play it? What's this about? Tekken is, like, one of those at the top of the list. Yeah. So, Did you get that little special cool coin at Summer Games Fest? I still have that somewhere. What? I lost mine. So, yeah, they, they when, you go to the, when you went to the Bandai Namco booth, they gave out... Uh, a bunch of different things, but okay. they also gave out a little special coin that was like, you can get into the beta with this coin. And Blessing was like, <laughs> I didn't get I, one of these. I'm I upset. I slacked <laughs> Blessing like out of nowhere one day because I was like, hey, Bless, uh, remember that Tekken coin I told you I was going to give you? Well, I found it in one of my shoes because like, <laughs> wow. it was one of my shoes. So I, I can, can see you guys you care want. for it. I'll take it off your hands if you don't. No, just <laughs> Probably smells like ass. Uh, um, so, yeah, you all were there previewing it. You got to, this is like your second or third look at it now. So this is, uh, for me, oh man, uh, I, no, because when we did the first preview of it, it was Michael Hyam that previewed mm. it for us. So he got to go down and play some Tekken. I've gotten to play it through some of the closed tests that they've been doing for Tekken, and so I, I've gotten into two Damn. of those. Uh, yeah, you played some of those as well. Uh, this time around, though, yeah, like final build, if not near final build, um, we got to see quite a few things, right? We got to see the story mode. We got to see the arcade quest mode. Yeah. And then we also got to play just random matches with NPCs and mess around in the game. And then also there was a new uh, Tekken Ball mode um, in there the as returning. well. The returning and Tekken Ball sick, mode. by the way. It's yeah. Sick. And so, like, I guess... Starting off with story, I am very excited for this second story mode. It feel it, talking about it overall, right? Yeah. I think for me at the top level, Tekken Eight feels like a more honed in version of Tekken Seven in pretty much every single way. Yeah. Um, but digging into that, right? Story mode for me, it feels like they took feedback from Tekken Seven. Because mm -hmm. um, for me, my my main beef with the story mode in Tekken Seven was like. They had weird, awkward chapters where it would be like an, a narrator. Everybody hates that narrator. Yeah, I don't know what happened to that guy, but everybody... I know he lost his job the way people were talking Yeah, because it was like Rest narrator peace. over like still images. <laughs> <and died>? like, <laughs> like the narration was bad and it yeah, was awkward. it was kind of stale. And you would have cool cutscenes between that, right? But I think overall it, it didn't lend itself to like what could be the ultimate Tekken story experience. Tekken 8, that stuff is gone, right? Yeah. It is oh. cutscenes followed by fighting and the way in which they... For me, emulate the flow of like, what Mortal Kombat's been doing in their modern story modes, right? Mm -hmm. Where it is, hey, give you a cool cutscene and then give you a cool story and then give you a fight. Now we're back to cutscene. Now we're back to it. Like that flow of it from the Mortal Kombat games is there, but it's the narr it's like the narrative presentation of Mortal Kombat mixed with it is, the, yeah. It's mixed with the style of Final Fantasy, though, right? Which is the thing that gets me hyped. 
So one thing that like he's pointing out is like is literally at this point and speaking of Tekken 7 specifically what would happen was like you had this narrator lots of breaks and it was literally trying to give you like this kind of drag out version of it of like a person that was there. This time around it's kind of like streamlined in the sense like you said where mm -hmm. you're playing with these characters and they're interacting with each other so they have dialogue which we really haven't seen this much interaction between all the characters in the Tekken story in quite some time. So they've really kind of beefed up the fact that these characters have a lot of interpersonal relationships. You can see how that carries over to like the extra intros with the characters in versus mode. Yeah. But the story mode itself, like like you said, this modern storytelling in fighting gaming, like it's been kind of overhauled because of what NetherRealm has done with Mortal Kombat. And I'm gonna tell you right now, is that, is it, you feel like it's their response? Like we gotta step this game up. I think that's been like the kind of general consensus across all fighting games now. It's like, yo, look, if NetherRealm had a great job with like implementing certain things, specifically that single player content. The story mode for Mortal Kombat 9 is probably, Mortal Kombat 10 was probably my favorite, right? It's mm -hmm. actually ridiculous. A lot of games have been kind of taking it. Even Street Fighter in a degree where you're like walking around in an open world. Now this case, Tekken is like, listen to this knockdown drag out story with the like the hypest yeah. instances ever. They got like quick time events in there. They got like drawn out dialogue. And you get all these interactions between the characters that you never had before. And it's really fun and graphically amazing. And oh, it looks, it looks so good. It's, like, un it's Unreal Engine 5. And I cannot believe in some moments of the story how good the cutscenes look. Like the character models look incredible. The environments look incredible. And then, yeah, the action looks fantastic. And the first, one of the first things I did once I started up the game was text Tim because Tim is somebody who likes the Mortal Kombat stories and he also likes Final Fantasy. And I was like, bro, it's like the Mortal Kombat story has Final Fantasy cutscenes. Like, oh yeah, oh my god, yeah. You one of the first remember. things that happens in the story mode is like, uh, uh, I forget if it was Jin or Kazuya. One of them, I think it was Jin actually. It was definitely Jin. Jin is riding a motorcycle. Oh my god. He rides it up a building and then he like hits. Uh, Kazuya's helicopter with his motorcycle, like tosses his motorcycle Dog. at Kazuya's helicopter. He rides his motorcycle up the side of the building. Glass shattered everywhere. Kazuya just riding in the back. My man rides the motorcycle up the side of the building, throws it at the helicopter, it explodes, and then he's like, so you just wanted to say what's up? And then they start, that's how the story mode starts. Yeah. Do you, like, look at this, you're looking at it right now, bro. Like, what? Look at this. And it's dope uh, as hell, dude. What about, the, people? What about the pilots? Where are you planning on landing? What about the other people that aren't Kazia? I know you wanted Kazia. He wasn't even flying the helicopter. Yeah. What did those people do? So, like, like that's, how it, that's how it starts off. And then, like, you, of course, like, you get into a fight with Jim yeah. and Kazia. And, like, again, I think, I mean, obviously, the fighting is the fighting, right? And so yeah. you have fun tech and fighting. And then you get into the quick time events, right? Which is the one that's, that surprised me early on was in the middle of this action sequence between Kazia and Jin, you get a pop-up that is punish or dodge and it's like oh you get to choose which one you do and you do and you do it and then like the action happens and it puts you right back into the fight i thought that was dope the transitions from yes. cutscenes to fighting is dope as well where it is i think in the um Jin and kazi one like you meet you meet fists i'm pretty sure yeah. and like that's how it starts and then it goes right into gameplay and the transitions are so smooth it's seamless man like yeah. you see like they really have like taken what they've done to the next level with this game now because like I said, I talked about the added intros. The fact that this is an Unreal Engine 5, and one of the things that I've talked to Harada personally about was like, hey man, this is a true next-gen fighting game. He was like, I am worried that like, 
people see this and they don't understand, like, this is a next-gen possible only. You're not going to get this on PS4. You can only get this on, like, next-gen consoles. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't really the sense of being like, oh, man, something bad might happen. But it's the sense that, like, we're going into the next generation of fighting games now. Street Fighter VI is there. MK1 is there. And now Tekken 8 is there. And they've hyped up this iteration to, like, the highest level. The presentation is crazy, as you can tell from the story mode. Yeah. And they've really taken into account, like, the single-player aspect of it with that Tekken ball mode returning. And if you've played Tekken 3, then you've played that before on top of it. And now they have a whole new game for people who might, you know, shy away from the game because it's one of those games that's been out there for a long time competitively. This is a new system. Everybody gets a new chance at life. And on top of that, there's brand new characters that's added to the mix as well. So as an overall package, you really can't, like, be sad or mad at anything that's taken off yeah. right now. I'm really, like, kind of happy to get my I, hands on it finally. I want to give, like, a something I'm excited about and then also something that... I'm like less excited about, mm -hmm. but I there's more there's more to dig into. So starting from something I really like that they did in the story mode, uh, they have special style, which yes. is kind of like what Street Fighter is doing with the like the modern controls, where it is a way more casual way to interact with the with the control scheme. It's way easier to do, right? You can kind of just button mash and mm -hmm. you're doing something, right? Special style. What I really like in Tekken and what I really like with how it kind of feeds into the story mode is. You press, I think it's L1, and you can toggle it on and off on the go. I really like that. And so I'm somebody who I like to play just classic controls in any fighting game, right? I don't want the modern style. And it's, but at the same time, in the story mode, for the chapters we played, because we play chapters uh, one through four, in those chapters, you're playing all as Jin the whole yeah. time. And I don't know, I've not gotten confirmation on, like, is the whole story mode Jin or not? If I had a guess, I'll think yeah, but, like, I, I can't say whether or not. Um, but I don't play Jin in Tekken. You know, I'm somebody who I like the characters that can flip. You know, I like <laughs> I like usually Eddie or Lucky Chloe. Neither of them are in this one game. One of those, huh? Yeah, Even I'm Eddie. one of those. I'm one <laughs> of those guys. Um, but like in this game, I was using a lot of Alyssa, and we'll we'll get into the characters in a bit because like I got characters that I want to talk about. Um, but I do not like using Jin. I never okay. I'm in Tekken. I've never liked using Jin because he just felt a bit too basic and straightforward for me. Mm -hmm. Um, and so starting off right, I was using the class controls, and I'm I'm playing. I'm like, oh man, well. How do I do this thing? Yeah. Like, uh, I, this doesn't feel right. And then as soon as I have a question, I'm like, yo, let me just toggle on the special mode real quick if I want to do a special move or if I want to do a quick, you know, combo or whatever it is. And it makes it so easy. Mm -hmm. And then I click it off and then I keep fighting the way I want to fight. I think So that's not a mid-menu sort no. of thing. No, 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 no. You do that. That's, that's while really you're cool. playing. And you're right. Like to say that, like I was thinking about that the entire time. It kind of streamlines the story mode because yeah and i'm a gen player i i hate this i'm a i'm a very much a gen fan so i'm like oh this is sick i get to do combos the whole nine but like being doing that while you're playing a story mode like you kind of get wrapped up in that so having the opportunity to just be like click it feels more like an adventure game in a lot of sense it gives you a very cool smooth streamlined story experience you get to see all these different like animations and the cutscenes and yeah. stuff like that so it really does add to the experience overall it makes it feel like its own experience it, like i know i'm playing a fighting game yes but being able to toggle to this mode where it's like do 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 it's like it kind of gives me an old school like beat em up feel and it's an, exactly and it's an thing. answer to one of my complaints with mortal kombat uh, mortal kombat in the story mode right where the stories are awesome but because you're jumping from character to character yeah. Every time you get a new character, it's, all right, pause. What are my special moves? Yeah, all right, get back into it. All right, next character. Oh, man, okay, pause. What do I do? So I like the fact that here you have the special style, but then also it's one button that you toggle yeah. it on, and then you can use it, and then toggle back to it. And it, for me, it's helped me get into it way easier and have way less um, just, like, conflict in me trying to get into the in, into the game. So, like, that's one thing I want to commend. Okay. On the Same. other side of something that, like, I'm just curious. I'm, I... 
you know, I'm, I'm going to see through and I, and I think it's going to work for a lot of people. But I'm curious to see how it works for others. This is coming back to like the whole thing of this is a gin story, right? Yeah. This is a story yeah. about the Mishima family. And so if you're familiar or if you're unfamiliar with Tekken, uh, the Mishima family is Heiachi, Kazuya, Jin, yeah. right? Those are the characters that the story has revolved around since the beginning of Tekken. Um, and that's the story that's yeah. taking place here, right? Um, you are playing a lot as Jin, and this is a game that is kind of just throwing you into it, right? Yeah. So if you are unfamiliar with a lot of the characters, you might not really That's know true. what's going on That's here. Um, and it's exciting because, like, I like the fact that it does feel like they're trying, they're trying to integrate the characters more in the cutscenes and have you meet more people. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, man, I kind of want a story that has to do with, like, some of these other characters. No, same. You know, what's Warong's story? What's, like... You know what's Eddie's story? What's like what's going on? What's Jack's story? Like yeah. what's going on with some of the other? Do you characters? think these are things that they can maybe implement in the future, like through DLC or? This was one thing I brought up. So I got the chance to interview some of the leads on the game, um, and it was this was actually one of the questions I asked, right? And so uh, the response they gave, because I was like, "Hey, have you guys considered doing a story about some of the other characters, or like bouncing around the way that Mortal Kombat does?" And they said that they wanted to focus on Jin and Kazuya to be able to tell a more cohesive mm -hmm. story, which I think makes a lot of sense. Like I'm like, okay. That makes sense. That's a fair response. I get that. And then they also said that they have a character episode mode uh, with stories focused on each each of the characters in the roster. Mm. And so I'm curious to see what that what that mode looks like. I'm curious to see like if that feels satisfying. I know Tekken Seven had a similar sort of thing where yeah. they had like specific character um, stories that were like one cutscene and then a fight and then you kind of get a wrap up. Um, I want to see what the version, what that version of this looks like in Tekken 8, because I could see that being an answer, but at the same time, I would love a more fully fleshed out thing that's focused on more of the Tekken characters. Okay, okay, and, and I, I definitely agree with that. Um, I, like I said, I'm a big Tekken guy anyway, and I'm one of the lore guys. I love knowing the story of it. They tried to get me to explain it in like a two, two minutes, something crazy. It's not <laughs> possible. But that's what I really do like about it. Like, even the story mode, when you go and you look at it and you get to play it, like, even when they introduce, like, they introduce, like, Victor in the story mode. Right? Yeah. And once they introduce that character, they kind of instantly get to the point, like, he's this person, he does this, go, right? And I still want to see how that rest of that mode kind of, like, plays out because I would love to know what some of these individual characters are doing because even if you know the character lore between some of them, how they know each other, how, like, Jin and Huarong know each other, yeah. there's some new character interactions that I really want to see, like, this new character, Raina, like, what's her deal? Yeah. How does she work with, like, the Mishimas and stuff like that? Knowing where she comes from, knowing that she has, like, that same fighting style. So I'm right there with you guys on that. I really do want to see how that plays out in the chapter story mode where I can see each individual character. And if you do like those characters, right, like, even if you are new coming to it and you say, hey, I want to see, like, Eddie's story or June's story, you can go and do that. And it still gives you a focused gameplay thing, and it's still a good time, you know? Yeah. Well, I'd like to ask Steve about things that maybe he liked and maybe things that he didn't like. Okay. But first, let's get a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Xreal. Turn any game you're playing from any console, PC, or handheld into a 130-inch virtual big screen with Xreal AR glasses. Available now at xreal.com and Amazon. Xreal AR glasses usher in the era of wearable displays and are perfect for gaming, watching movies and TV, working at a desk, or checking out augmented reality apps. Xreal AR glasses connect to Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, plug directly into your Steam Deck, ROG Ally, PCs, Macs, iPhone, Android. You see where I'm going with this. Kevin Coelho has been playing with the new Xreal Air 2 Pro glasses and unsurprisingly is absolutely obsessed with them. It's awesome. It's the big screen experience 
experience perfect for using on the go or at home for playing games anywhere on the biggest screen possible. The picture you see is crisp. The built-in speakers give you rich audio. The glasses are lightweight, only two and a half ounces. And because you control where the virtual screen appears, you can rest your head, neck, and shoulders comfortably without getting any of that tech neck you get when you're staring down at a screen. You can get your Xreal AR glasses now at xreal.com or Amazon. This episode's brought to you by Zbiotics. We all have busy lives these days and we can't afford to waste a day stuck on the couch because a few drinks the night before. Zbiotics pre-alcohol is the answer we've all been waiting for. Zbiotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Zbiotics pre-alcohol probiotic produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. Just remember to make Zbiotics pre-alcohol your first drink of the night. Drink responsibly and you'll feel your best tomorrow. Every time I have a Zbiotics pre-alcohol before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. This holiday season, give your family a gift they'll actually want and use with Zbiotics. Go to zbiotics.com slash kindoffunny to get 15% off your first order when you use kindoffunny at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash kindoffunny and use the code kindoffunny at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. This time of year can be a lot. Having to figure out, am I getting a gift for this person? Am I not? Whether or not your family gives gifts during the holidays, you get to define how you give to yourself. And the holidays are a great time to do just that with therapy. You can get out of your negative thought cycles and find some mental and emotional peace. And it can give you the tools to find more balance in your life. So you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Some of my best friends use BetterHelp and love how helpful it can be for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash kind of funny today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash kind of funny. Betterhelp.com slash kind of funny. And so this was pre-taped. I don't know, Kevin, if you actually play the ad here. If not, all good. Well, then we're back to the show. Just let me know. We're back. We're back. We're back. Okay, yeah. cool. I wasn't sure if it was one of those, you know, since we're not live type of things. Um, Steve, so uh, Blessing kind of gave us an idea of some things that, you know, he had a great time and some little things he wanted to nitpick. What are those, like, top-level things for you? Okay, so the things that, like, I'll tell you what I was, like, very nitpicky about, and I am kind of still am, but once we played... I really kind of got an over understanding of like how they actually wanted to implement this. Somebody who's been around for a long time playing these games, like I know one of the main like tables is like, hey man, how do we condense these move lists? How do we make this game simpler introduction wise, right? Mm -hmm. So I wanted to see how that happens from iteration to iteration. That's how much attention I play to pay to fighting games, right? I need to know those things. So when I went into it, I was like, huh, these characters are reworked in most instances because the heat system is different, because it is a new game, they've changed so many things. I'm like, how do you equate that to this system now when there's like so many things where it's built on aggression. Do you get the opportunity to use those moves? Is that thought about in the overall game plan? 
And when I got my hands on, I was like, oh, it really is because certain moves, they get exaggerated by the fact that you have this new mode, this heat mode. So you have to play that in mind. And they get different advantages and stuff off of that as well. But once I got to play it, one of my worries was that we weren't going to get that in-depth with some of the moves and even some of the animations and some of the things they may have taken out. But you still get all those things. Those things are all still there. And they still have a lot of, like, kind of secret, complicated stuff that's still in there for somebody like me, right? They might have taken out another move, but they've added another move that's kind of similar, makes it even more like kind of jazzed it up, gave it a new animation. Things like that really did kind of scare me because once again, there's a lot of characters that didn't make it into Tekken 8, right? Yeah. And I want to know what happened to Armor King, but you see some of his stuff is kind of recycled into regular mm. King and some of these other characters are being kind of like melded with other characters, which is, they've done that before, but that was one of my concerns and that was kind of quailed by the fact that while I was there, I was like, oh wait, these things are still there. And on top of that, because we were talking about the closed betas and the open network test, the thing is about that is that like they were making kind of changes in between all of those right so by the time we got to the final version of the game like well what we were playing there were things that were different there were things that was added they even with not even just like sound effects but just kind of play style things that were present there that was not present from the beginning so now that they've actually done that it got me even more interested i was like oh man i was kind of worried for nothing now we can actually play this game and, you know, take it for what it is because I know a lot of people are going to look at Tekken 8, especially some of the people who've played some of the others. I'm like, how do I get into this? And that that was my reassurance, mm -hmm. and I'm sure it'll be there for everybody See, else. One too. of the things that I like uh, in terms of funneling people in, especially people who are new, is they have a lot, a lot of different modes this time around, right? Like, you got the Tekken story mode, which yeah. is going to be great for a lot of people. You have, like, <laughs> things like Tekken Ball, which is, yeah. you know, we'll get to in a second. Uh, but you also have Arcade Quest, which is a new mode for this game, and that's one that... For me, it's very interesting. And so, uh, just a heads up for people, right, in terms of the B-roll and gameplay that's being shown. Oh, the story mode stuff that you saw earlier, that was stuff provided by, um, I was going to say Sega or some reason, Damco. Um, or, yeah, that was stuff, that's stuff provided by them. Uh, but then the rest of, of what you see, right, so the gameplay here from Arcade Quest and then the other fighting that you see is going to be from uh, my gameplay that uh, I personally okay. recorded. And so, Arcade Quest is an additional single-player mode where... The hell these Xbox avatars we're looking at yeah, right now. Where, right? Like, honestly, but that's the mode, though. You have, yeah. like, basically your avatar that looks like the Xbox avatars that you customize, but then you then uh, get put into an arcade, and you have, like, this arcade full of people, and you talk to them, you can challenge them to fights, and then you can also, like, go to different arcades, right, and then, like, challenge them to fights, and it's supposed to kind of be this emulation of the arcade experience of fighting games. It is also supposed to be this way to kind of, like, get um used to the idea yeah. of like being able to fight with people mm -hmm. right and so and i believe this is one of the ones that might have came up during the, the the interview as well where the leads were talking about how like we want to give people who are either on the casual side or just jumping into tech in um the online experience without the online experience you know what i mean like the the thing about when you jump into online in a fighting game it can feel so demoralizing yeah. when you get Fucking when you get yes. your ass beat yeah and that's the thing that i, I think lasted is, 60 matches on street fighter yeah. 6 and i was like all right back to whatever fun and game immediately you're like oh, i'm out right so like here um arcade quest i think it's supposed to be another uh addition to be like hey we're going to give you the feeling of walking up to somebody in an arcade, challenge them to a fight, leveling up and all that stuff, but without the grading nature of like playing online against people, right? Like this is supposed to be kind of the the warm up before you actually hop into online mode. Um, I was expecting to see uh, Mark Zuckerberg's like meta avatar that he <laughs> yeah. has like in his, in his metaverse shit. And like, yeah, like that's what, like if you're, if, if I'm jumping into it, right? If I'm like, um, like getting into my critiques. Uh, yeah, like I think the avatars aren't like the coolest looking thing. Like it's definitely, yeah. it's definitely like a pared down like, Hey, 
it's just a thing. It's just a world yeah, for you to walk yeah. around. Like we didn't have those time and resources to give you like something actually like cool. But it looks very much like Apple emoji sort of like yeah, bitmoji yeah. type deal. That said, like I kind of like the idea of like getting into the fights and challenging people and leveling up. So one of the things, if you guys can see in that footage you just showed, and it was really like, and I'm one of those arcade guys, right? If you mm -hmm. notice the hand movement, those are really act like while you're playing on stick, those are like ridiculously accurate where we oh, were yeah. where i'm looking at i'm like hey that's what you do to like check a stick in the whole nine and you they really animated that and showed you there they even gave you like your rival in the arcade thing which is like you said is very much like kind of like the xbox avatars but one thing that i find very interesting and this goes back to the whole like modern gaming kind of making this a complete package is while i was at evo i did a harada's bar talk with harada and michael murray at the evo stage right mm -hmm. and he asked me he was like hey steve what's one of your things that what do you think is a, an example of a game that has an amazing like single player mode for fighting games and I said this, this is all recorded you can check his YouTube shout out to Harada's bar by the way I'm trying to do my live one in Japan with him miss you guys um, but what he said was uh, I told him Virtue Fighter so in Virtue Fighter 4 was on the the $20 Virtue Fighter 4 evolution for PlayStation 2 do you understand that had probably now that this is this might be a little better, but that was my example that I gave him on the stage. I said, hey, man, Virtue Fighter arcade quest mode is actually ridiculous because what it did was they took arcade people who are the best players in the world, the Fudos, the Chibitas, and they literally put, took their ghost and put them into the game in separate arcades in a map around Japan, and you had to use your game's internal clock to go there when the time was and oh, that's play. Cool. That's cool. In those that's really cool. Now, I said this to Harada and Michael Murray on the stage at Evo. Do you know what was in the next trailer? Quest mode. I was like, wait, <laughs> what the? Like, and I that's was like, awesome. but that lets you know that they're really paying attention to that whole complete package because that was one of the things i've literally been talking about this for like years now i was like people want this mode but virtual fighter did it the best and they did it seem seamlessly and on top of that it was like so implemented so well that i learned how to play the game at a high competitive level literally just from doing that That's so awesome. now once i saw this trailer it was amazing and like and to your point one of the things they showed off in the preview as well was the ghost battles and the ghost battles are basically like you know they're in in fighting games before there have been the thing of like we're going to train this character this like cpu based on the way you behave but it would take like a while for it to get there um because of where technology has gotten over the years now ghost battles when you get there and they the talk to quest, you like <laughs> <laughs> no dude they're like so, you woke up too late today man why right? don't you brush your teeth <laughs> <laughs> breath stinks in real time yeah. you know? so and, and even like more to that point right so i just did the the evo the evo reveal tekken 8 exhibition show right and one of the things that they did which we got to play yeah. was the ghost battle mode right yeah. and you saw how quick that ghost battle ai was picking up it was literally like so like four turns in it's yeah. like it does the exact like same mid, thing mid match it mimics you like mid match it's like oh this is how you fight and then starts oh, fighting shit. the same way you fight towards <laughs> movement blocking if you drop a combo once it literally will drop the exact same combo in that exact same it's spot. cool as hell it is wow. amazing and when we were at this evo show i'm hitting you guys with a lot of stories but forgive me That's all good. what ends up happening is right like they're there able to play tekken 8 because it's a showcase for tekken 8 man and what happens is you see all the players you see arslan ash you see knee you see low high you see book all playing the ai training ghost battle mode yeah and I don't know if you guys know this. This guy, Lohai, he's a Korean player. He is ridiculous. His input, he has some of the best execution in competitive Tekken. And he did the most ridiculous combo. And I'm talking about, I'm like, what the? I looked at him like, how did you do that, right? Because the game ain't even out yet, right? And obviously what happened was 
the computer did the exact verbatim. And it did it so well that even though I was like, oh my God, he's like, yo, that's kind of crazy. And you see me, you see Arslan Ash, these are world champions of the game losing to their ghost because the ghost literally mimics in, in the match you're playing. Right then and there, the exact play style, the movement, the blocking, the combos, the whole nine. That's what the ghost battle is. Yeah. And it's really at your disposal. <laughs> and we did it in real time. Yeah, it was really cool. And I, it makes me wonder, yeah, down the road, if they are going to be like, hey, yeah, like let's put Arslan Ash's ghost in the game for like a week as like a right? limited Oh, event. that would that be so tight. Cool yeah. Oh, can you be Arslan Ash? Yeah. That is so sick. And on top of that, like. Make it like a daily or whatever, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, if you beat this character, if you beat this, you know high-ranked EVO player, then you get this special Public skin. events type shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, think, yeah. I think that opens you up to do that kind of stuff, and I think that kind of stuff is really exciting. And yeah, I think the arcade quest mode is really intriguing. I don't know how much of it I'm going to play. Mm. Like, I, w I definitely want to hop into it and play a little bit. I'm more, I'm probably more invested on the story mode and then hopping into online for those matches. But like talking about one more mode is the Tekken Bowl mode, which is the uh, fun, uh, yeah. you know, fun little mode where you have a beach ball and you're on a beach and like you are, you and the your opponent are like hitting this ball to like kind of build up damage in this ball and then if the ball hits you you then take that damage mm -hmm. and which previous Tekken was this in do you remember Tekken 3 was the introduction of Tekken ball mode so a lot of people have been asking for this mode back for literally years they had Tekken a uh, bowl as well right they had Tekken force in there as well but like this is one of those they literally had a tournament for this at combo breaker where you That's could literally awesome. had a competitive Tekken ball and obviously it was the older version but now we can do that again they got different balls they have different like stages and you can just obviously use those moves to like kind of attack your opponent i played it on the hardest level while we were playing this game i literally only won one time so, so yeah. it's it's really fun it's fun it's it's a good time and you can do it versus people so it's a great little party game as well you said it was introduced in Tekken 3 was that the first and only time yeah, so like what they did was they put it in Tekken 3, and I think it was returned again in Tekken Tag Wii U, I think. Okay. Wow. I think that's what when they did yeah, it. Like the very specific <laughs> yeah, they were, they were doing it intentionally because they knew like it was one of those games that a lot of people, a mini game at that, that people ask for. It keeps the fighting like component of the game, but it also adds another little, you know, neat little party trick to it. And it comes out very, very well. I was really afraid they were going to try to do too much, you know, how they yeah. do like, we're going to make it an actual game. And they're like, no, nah, dude, it's. <laughs> You can change the ball. You got. You want a Tekken ball? Put it on there. You want the, a beach ball? The ball's voiced by Christopher Judge. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this mode was really fun. And then yeah, like talking about just the the fighting and the action in general. Um, I mean, Tekken's Tekken, right? It's like it's just it's such a fun game. And yeah. like I said at the top of this, right? This feels like the most honed in version of it. I like the um, like I, I I like the ultimate moves. I forget the exact name for them, but like oh, the heat smashes. Yeah, the heat smashes. Those are sick. But then yeah, like the new heat meter as well. Yeah. Um, I think that's fascinating. I like what they're doing with that. Um, if for you as somebody who's in like the competitive space, how does that hit for you? Like these new tweaks that they're making to the actual mechanics of so, the fighting. So first off, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not like an apologist, but I play so many fighting games that I always like, I want the new, I want your new gimmick. I want you to see, I want to see how you integrate it into like an established fighting game. And we see this across every fighting game. This is one of the things that happens consistently where they want to update it. So they add a new thing. Tekken kind of added wall bounces and stuff like that. Mm. And you've seen that come to like a full idea in this game. Yeah. Oh but, yeah. For me, as like an older player, I love seeing how they introduce these new things because obviously for Tekken, one of the things that has been known for is like they've never had an on-screen like kind of HUD thing. And then they added 2D characters like Street Fighter characters. And they got bars on down there that you have to pay attention to and just different things like that. So now adding all this new stuff where you have another actual meter where every character has one, that's a brand new thing to Tekken. Not every character is, it's only been two 
characters in the history of Tekken that has had an actual meter, and that was only introduced in Tekken 7. And, and like now, one of them is like Akuma, uh, right? One of them is Akuma, and everybody... <laughs> look, if you play competitive Tekken, like, you hate Akuma. I don't have a problem with it, because I think it's one of the dopest things ever to have, like, a Street Fighter character in Tekken, and yeah. it, it just works so well, because Bandai Namco does an amazing job with, like, introducing characters from other franchises into their game and making them work amazing. Um, but that's one of the things that I always give them credit for. Whenever they do something where, whether it's introducing a new character, adding a new, you know, thing, a wall bounce or a new grab or any kind of tech like that, they really kind of put it through the paces and then they put it into the game. So for me, when I'm playing this game, I really do, I'm, I'm impressed with the fact that I love seeing the old aspect of Tekken in this new Tekken 8, right? A lot of people say, well, we have to worry about the bars now and that's a little different. But the thing is, that's another piece of how you learn how to play the game at a higher level. And that's why I say it's a great way to get people into the game who has never played it competitively yeah. before. Because everybody's going to be wrapping their head around this new system as is day one together. So it's really going to be, you're going to be able to see a community kind of grow and learn to play the game, which is one of my favorite parts about fighting games right yeah. now. Now with the online betas and stuff like that, you get to see these games evolve in real time. You don't have to go to Japan and go to a arcade beta test which was impossible by the way so thank you bandai namco for kind of eliminating that and now you get to play it online you get to if you're an athlete you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down after all a team is only as good as its weakest link so you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field that's why there's no vape in team when you vape you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Test it and learn it and discover it with everybody else who's playing it's, it online with you as well. It's kind of like the drive impact in Street yeah, Fighter. Yeah, it's the it's same, like, yeah. Here's a brand new system and everybody's learning it at the same time. And so you kind of feel like you're on an even playing field. Yeah, it's kind of similar to that. And on top of that, too, like uh, speaking more to some of the stuff they've added to the fighting, um, when you're picking a level now, they'll show you like the, the whole outline of what the level looks like. So you yeah. can kind of strategize based on that. And you talk about like the wall bouncing and stuff. There are some levels now that have like cool hazards where it is over here, there is a thing that if you hit it it'll like blow, like bounce you bounce, over on yeah. the other side and then if you're lucky as a, or if you're skilled right you can continue that combo off of that and like stuff like that i really like right like yeah. it feels like they're kind of uh, creating moments for more flair in the game there's like one mechanic i forget what they call it uh where if you um you like hit a character and then like run after them to kind of like follow up the, the the combo so the heat so the heat engager and that's one of the things that's attached to that new bar that's introduced in Tekken 8 it's yeah. like you use a move it activates it and it gives you a free like run up to where you can kind of follow up for free or yeah. just kind of keep pressure so it's like it really is a gameplay mechanic where it's like typically in Tekken just to get like a little deep right here right mm -hmm. typically in Tekken you have to work to get that space in there like let's just say you force them to block to get in you had to work to get that space in this game once you activate you get to go in it's like boom you get hit the heat engage activates you have a limited time to keep up that pressure but it's right there on the screen it happens when you use a certain move and it makes it a little easier if you're not like man I don't have the perfect move and I'm not doing what this this guy is doing who's like a professional 
the game kind of gives you that footing to where it doesn't just do it for you once you do it every time. But when you use those moves, you start to use it. You see how your opponent's using it. And you start to learn how to understand it over time. So that's why I say this goes right back to your question. I love figuring out stuff like that because not only because it's my job, but I really like figuring it's out fun. brand new fighting game mechanics. And it's really fun to see it put my hands on it like myself and be like, oh, you can do this. And, and one of the things they initially said, uh, Bandai Namco said, when Michael Murray, when I was talking to him before, he was saying, like, we want all these characters to feel like their own little entity. And I was like, how are they going to do that? And then I played the game and I'm like, oh, they actually, like, nailed it. They hit it out of the park. And, like, they expanded upon some of these characters from the older games. So even if you have played these old games with some of the old characters, with Huarongs, the Kings, the Jins, they have all new things that you yeah. have to learn no matter what. And, so it's it's really cool to see. And on top of that, the new characters, right? So you got Reyna, you got Azucena, and then you also got Victor. Yes. Um, oh, he's so cool. I've tried all three of them. Victor is my guy. Yeah, he's like, so sick. Victor is sick as hell. He's and so, so sick. Uh, for reference, if you've played previous Tekkens, Victor is most close closest to uh, Raven in yeah. terms of style and gameplay, right? Like they have some kind of relationship, as you can tell when yeah. you for in, in when I first like started this match, there's like a special cutscene between yeah. you that like notifies like, oh, these two have a relationship. Um, but like Victor plays a little bit like Raven with like the teleportation and stuff, mm -hmm. but he also has a sword, he has a knife, and he has a gun, and he's quick as hell. Yeah, and he's really fast. I like very quick very early on into me picking up this character, I was like, oh, this is fun. Like I this is it's just fun to like, you know, hit him or hit hit a character, teleport up in the air, get a smash down, yeah. and continue a combo off of that. I really love this character uh, this character for that. The guy um, who tailored that too must have done a great job. It's so flexible. Yeah, right? <laughs> he looks like the the KFC colonel. He does. Yeah, he sure does. Uh, with like a really nice white suit. But yeah, like yeah. I, I love this character. Uh, the, the cool colonel. No, like that's exactly true though. Like introducing characters like this because obviously we've never had a character that really did all of these things at once. We've had like the Noctis who was from Final Fantasy and he kind of like teleported a little bit and literally people are like, man, where is this character from? But he kind of like encompasses is all those things like he's a mixture of a lot of characters and like the concept itself is its own character so he's a very cool new introduction to the game where so we've flashy. never had a character yeah. this, like this is my this. gameplay by the way just so y'all know just, oh, <laughs> I, I see you i see you no, okay oh, okay all right all right <laughs> no this is what i'm doing all right? okay this is, what, this is what we working with okay but no like it's really cool to see like the ai bots already going to school right sorry what were you saying Steve? no but the introduction of those characters along with like reina which is like a brand new character that's added a lot of people have been looking forward to this character ever since we showed her at like the evo showcase one but two the fact that she kind of has one of these returning character styles and one of the things a lot of people was wondering about because in the story heiachi is dead right he's officially like dead this time because mm -hmm. in the story he's died before and this is from the previous Tekken. and this is from the previous yeah, this is in spoilers right so in <laughs> tekken 7 he actually dies but this character reina plays very very eerily similar to Heiachi, but she is so cool. Like, they actually, like, uh, integrated an actual, like, martial arts style, and then they mixed it with Heiachi style, mm -hmm. and, like, that's what this character is, and she has so many kind of dynamic ways to move, cool animations, no, like, what, sick it's so <laughs> dope, bro, like, where I'm telling you, like, they really kind of reworked these characters, gave them brand new animations from the ground up, and, and even if they are new, they have cool new things that they've added to, like, their repertoire, even if they are some kind of recycled tools or assets from any one of those other characters 
characters, but that's what's added to it. And even though this is a same kind of like character fighting style, this character's been completely reworked. The fighting style has been completely reworked for a brand new character, and she is fun as hell. Like, I'm actually going to play this character because I had that much fun of a time. And since she is a new character, a character that I am interested in, you have to wrap this gameplay style around the Tekken 8 gameplay style. This is a brand new thing that everybody is going to have to go into from day one, brand new, you know? Yeah. So uh, work my way through the, my remaining bullet points that I have here in my notes. Uh, loading is very quick. You know, that's the, the power of the PS5, Xbox uh, Series X and PC and all that stuff with the SSD. Um, the, in the story mode, the, so starting off, right, all the characters are talking in Japanese. And I was like, oh, this is not have an English dub. What I realized, what you learn as you play is that all the characters talk in their native tongue. Like yeah. whatever their original language is, like if, they're, cool. if they're French, they're going to speak in French. If they're from America, they'll speak in English, right? If they're like, whatever is their, like, you know, first language. Yeah, their national that's, language. Is that's what, what that's what they is. speak, which is actually pretty cool. And you'll have the subtitles, obviously. You're just really going to learn. Sick. You're just going to figure it right. out. <laughs> I, I just felt Context really clues. stupid. I was feel really dumb. Like, that'd be like, da 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 And then they'd be like, no, nah, man, he's right over there. I'm like, how did they, they're responding in their native tongue. Yeah. To like, and even if someone's in English, they're having full conversations, right? It's like a Han Solo talking to Chewbacca, you know? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, all right. it's the whole game, the <laughs> yeah. entire game. And I, like I just that. found it funny. I was like, but like, also, honestly, it's a cool way to do it. So yeah, um, in the interview, so the interview that I had with the, with some of the leads, right? It was me and then a couple of other uh, journalists in the room. We all had an interview at the same time. All had to, uh, but like, the one of the questions I was asked was about post-launch. It was like, hey, you know, in a world where we're seeing post-launch content, and fans be maybe mad about the pricing of certain offerings and like all that stuff. Um, they talk about how they're very aware of how people in the fighting game community feel about DLC and monetization. And they said that if you're familiar, and this is me loosely the, taking the words, right, and kind of taking it the way I, I heard it. If you're familiar with Tekken in the past, you probably know what to expect. It's kind of like the, the idea mm. of it. Um, and so there's that. Uh, and then I, they, I, they had an interesting question about like the pressure to live up to Tekken, right? And the idea of like, hey, following off of Tekken 7, which is a game that a lot of people love, right? The game's ridiculous. The game's incredible. Exactly it's ridiculous. Tekken 7, probably one of my favorite fighting games, if not my favorite fighting game. Um, like, how do you follow it up? Do you feel the pressure and all that stuff? And they talked about how, yeah, like, there's a lot of pressure to live up to Tekken 7. Um, they also mentioned the Netflix series and how, like, the Netflix series have brought, has brought in a new audience, which I never would have thought about, but they mentioned that. And then they also said that this is the first launch that is both, that's not going to be like exclusive to arcade yep. and then console. Like this is a uh. worldwide launch at the same time, which has brought on a new pressure as well. Um, and like they talk about how like, you know, everyone's going to experience it at once, at once that brings in pressure, but also that, you know, they're looking forward to it, right? Like they're hyped about it. And from playing it, I'm hyped about it too. Like I think this is going to, I think this is going to be great. I think it's going to work. Um, I am... Yeah, like I, we talk about the this new uh, generation of fighting games and how you know we've gotten Street Fighter Six, Mortal Kombat One, and now a new Tekken, and it feels like we were we're seeing a new wave. Uh, I think Tekken Eight is going to be right there in that conversation of yes. like best yes. fighting games and on the yes. platform, and so. I'm very excited about this. I think it's uh, something to say, and I'm glad you said that. And that's why I've been kind of like saying it as well, right? Like, I think that what has happened recently in fighting games, and I said this, is like, you know, it's a fighting game renaissance. Like, there's so many games coming out fighting game-wise. You got, like, the new units coming out. You mm. still, Obviously, Street Fighter Six is there. Yeah, Project MK1, L's, Grand Blue, Project L, you know? Yeah. People were really, like chittering because they thought Virtua Fighter 6 was coming. And yeah. I really still want that game to come as well. Hell, Harada want that game to come out. Like, he even tweeted, like, yo, when's Virtua Fighter 6? Mm -hmm. So it's like, it lets you know that, like, we're kind of in this spot now where, like, every fighting game is getting an opportunity to get a show and be like, hey, yep. look at this or look at that. And on top of that, I honestly feel like 
there's more than enough people out there where it, pe everybody can have their own little flavor of fighting game and still exist in the space in the best way possible. And now you have people where these companies, they really are paying attention to the competitive side of it as well. And I feel like that's the complete package of everything that you want from like fighting games. You can go watch it and play on your own time. You can have a six story mode, you know, the Tekken balls or whatever the case may be. But also being able to have like content on the side of like, hey, we want to teach you this game as well. We want you to come back and play this game some more. And it's a lot, it's a huge field out there and it's only getting bigger, especially with these games coming down the pipeline. So I'm really, I'm as a fighting game consumer, mm -mm, yeah. give me more, you know? <laughs> Is there, um, coming from Tekken 7, I guess to kind of like wrap up the discussion with Tekken 8. Is, are there any features that you're like, oh, I wish this was coming back? And are there any features where you're like, oh, this is better than what was in Tekken 7? Mm. Like, mm. What, what are some of like, these direct comparisons that people can kind of immediately get a grasp of what they're in for? I think that, like, one of the things that you get in in almost every Tekken iteration is, like, one, they always look better, right? There's never a case where you're not looking at a better graphically-looking game. But two, if you're looking at any other Tekken game, you're getting that hard-hitting, like, visceral, like, presentation that not many fighting games actually do like Tekken. And I mean, the zoom-ins, the slow-mo finishes as well that are still there, the big introduction of, like, these interactive backgrounds that are more DOA-style, yeah. but really brings in a lot of people to be like, oh, look at this, the explosive story mode on top of that, which really adds to that single-player campaign side of it. And I think the fact that they talked about the DLC really kind of gives us a complete package. You got the Virtual Fighter style like quest mode, which is, you know, the quest mode arcade style for Tekken 8. Like, there's so many things for you to get into and learn more about it. You learn the history of the game. You know that the franchise has been there for quite some time. And I feel like it's just a complete package of fighting games that everybody, I feel like, that you should be taking note of. If you're making a fighting game, if you're playing fighting games, and if you played any other fighting game, this is what you should be expecting like going forward. You want the graphical prowess, right? You want the, the intricate system that seems like it's shallow, but is actually really, really deep. And you want to be able to enjoy that with your friends. And I feel like Tekken 8 is like one of those forefront games that is like leading that, that show you like, hey, look, next-gen fighting games, they are a real thing. This isn't like the updated sports game anymore. They're like, we want you to play this and yeah, keep coming like back. It feels, meaning, it feels like a meaningful job. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think for me, like, the story mode is like the, oh man, I'm so glad that they took this direction with it. And I'm very excited to actually play the uh, full story mode when it comes out. Uh, the one thing that I'll say, and like this isn't necessarily in comparison to previous Tekkens, because I feel like this has kind of been every Tekken, but uh, I man, I... The, the, I wish there were, there were even more new characters in the roster. Because they only got That's a lot of characters, bro. They got like 38 characters yeah, already, just, bro. Like, there are so many characters in the Tekken just ethos. Yeah, everybody's no, here. And, like, <laughs> and, it, 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 and it's like that, right? Where it's like, well, I, people want to play as uh, Jack. People want to play as um, Brian. People want to play as Jin. People want to. So they bring back all these characters, but that only leaves room for like three new characters. I wish it was like maybe five new characters instead of three. Like, I think we could have used a bit more space. But then also, like, I'm salty because some of my characters that See, I See, I was about to say, you, he's in the fighting Eddie. game, like, online discourse. My man instantly said, Eddie, you guys are both, <laughs> that's all, that's all, you, that's both that's of thing. you guys are already there. You know that, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. the, you're having this discussion, like, y'all so far removed. Like, you know, I really like this game, but what if Eddie came if, back? Like, I'm like, bro, I know you're in there already. Lucky Chloe came back. I last played when I was 10 years old. That's the only defense I got. Bring back Eddie. Bring back Lucky Chloe. Bring back. I'm with you. Though. I'm yeah. with you though. Like, but I, but I also, also think we'll get that. Like, I think that's DLC. And exactly. so I, I'm not that exactly. bad at it.
So no, I'm I'm right there with you though. Like, and obviously, you know, I drag on because you know I love fighting games. I just love games in general. But like, this is something that like I've been playing this game since what like PlayStation One, mm. where I got like Tekken Two as a gift from my dad. And like now to see how far that has come, no more floaty jumps. Like it's visceral. The voice acting's better. They got like actual actors doing the voice acting in this, and it's ridiculous to me that like we've come this far. And I honestly, I can't wait for everybody else to get their hands on it because Tekken Seven was in a competitively visually for me. That game was ridiculous. And now we're about to see the end of the competitive side of it with the Tekken World Tour. And yeah. I think that's one of the most amazing ways to send off a fighting game. Like, this game has existed for so long, especially Tekken 7 at a competitive level, where it's a world level. And we're getting the last official Tekken World Tour tournament to send Tekken 7 off. And then in the same month, Tekken 8 drops. Do you know how ridiculous that is? Like, I literally, like, I'm going to go to Tekken 7, watch the, the pinnacle of this action, the competitive action, and then I'm going to start playing Tekken 8. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Perfect to me. I love off. it. Let's go. Beautiful. Well, that's our Tekken 8 coverage. Get ready for that. January 26th. Get ready for the next battle. Next Get ready year. For the next battle. Um, to end the show, let's just kind of chit chat about what we've been playing lately. Bless, what have you been playing? So I mentioned it before, but yeah, I, I hopped into the Fortnite stuff uh, when it got. Well, I was Gasp. at I no, was at Gameforts <laughs> in LA, so I haven't gotten to got. I didn't get to get around to it until I got back late Saturday night, and then I played quite a bit of stuff on Sunday. And Rocket Racing is so fun. Um, I'm I've been having a blast with that. I I really love that it is Psionics doing what they do well with Rocket League, right? Giving you like the fast paced explosive kind of movement that you get out of that game, but then yeah, applying it to racing, which is something mm. that I've sort of been asking for for a while. And I think they're delivering on it. I love the anti-gravity uh, stuff. I like, the, I like the hopping and platforming, like the 3D platforming elements of it. Mm -hmm. I think that stuff's really fun and I've been having such a blast with it. Um, Fortnite Festival, the like okay. guitar hero. You, you're teaching me stuff right now. Oh, I, yeah. I, Fortnite Festival? Is so, this a real place? This is another one. <laughs> so basically they added in three games to Fortnite. So yeah, Rocket Racing, Fortnite Festival is basically the new take on Guitar Hero and Rock Band where it's Harmonix who did those games. And um, they have a handful of songs that, uh, that they have in there. Yeah, and like the songs that I kept going back to were, oh, it was, it was The Hills by The Weeknd, Vampire by Olivia Rodrigo, and then I by Kendrick Lamar. I had that as my playlist. Great selection of songs. It's so wild seeing... Incredible Hulk jamming out with yeah. Peter Griffin. Dude, I like, have, like, I had, <laughs> throat blows my mind. I go to Twitter and every day I'm like, bro, what is going it, on right it's now? It's so weird because, like, yeah, like I'm playing as Invincible. <laughs> like, I have the Invincible skin and he's jamming out. And I was like, why aren't I playing as Eminem? So I switched to Eminem, but I had Thor's cape on and I was doing the Orange Justice dance. That's too in canon, man. You guys, you guys. <laughs> it, was too, it was so ridiculous. But I had a blast with this the other day. And, like, I, my one thing is, like, I, again, I, I want more from the. Um, song selection and like okay. i heard i think it might have been rogers i was saying there's somebody was telling tell me that like they're adding in songs like weekly like a rotation um and so i'm curious to see how that goes because man i like i like three of the songs a lot and i'm like okay well some of these are original okay well let's see what the other songs look like i want i want good songs that's all i'm that's all i'm asking for is this the resurgence of like guitar hero and like sings and all this oh, extra yeah. stuff this is what this feels like i mean to cut you off oh, but yeah. this is exactly what this well, feels they, like they said they're working on bringing physical uh instruments to it too because so right now you're playing on controller and then they said I'm next telling year you, man. I'm telling yeah you. Next are we year, back that's what i'm saying i'm just are like we every back? genre every genre is gonna exist in this Fortnite platform it's it's we've heard you know the minecraft thing you're probably gonna let us know about here in a yeah. second because uh joining up with lego to make a minecraft survival game is wild yeah joining Genius. up with psionics to make a rocket league or a, a kart yeah. racer equivalent 
and now I'm just like, what are the next genres are going to? But yeah, ble- blessing. Tell but me yeah, about like, your time you with know, the, uh, Lego. The, and the, yeah, the third thing was Lego Fortnite, which is basically their take on these survival crafting games. Their take on um, Minecraft, right? But it even feels like Minecraft mixed with some more things in there as well. And I am not a survival game person. I do not gravitate toward, toward these games at all. And I started off play, started up playing Lego Fortnite yesterday, and I had to pull myself off of it. Bro, I, I, when I tell you, I was like streaming the Game Awards, right? Mm-hmm. And while I was watching, I was like. Bro, is this Lego? Whose idea was this? You diabolical! Like now, I gotta. I was like, so you gonna make me play the game? Fine, I'll do it. You know, it's such like a match made in heaven in a weird way. Where yeah, like I could, I could easily see how epic would be. Like yeah, what if we had a Minecraft? Like we should make a Minecraft type game because our like that's the kind of game that has taken over for the kids, right? And like we have that audience, right? Fortnite kind of brings in a similar audience. How do we appeal to more of what they're asking for and to partner up with Lego? Like the like look look to look at the building aspect that's of something crazy. like Minecraft that's and a partner crazy. up with Lego. That's that's so, so smart. Sm- I don't know whose idea that was, but I hope they got a raise. Yeah, I hope I really hope they got a raise because it single handedly made me be like, oh, I have to go play this now because I, and I literally got excited watching it on the Game Awards stream. Yeah. and I was like, I didn't expect that at all. What was where did that come from? It's like, oh, the Lego, you know, the Lego side of it really made me get in like really excited about in it. In the last so. couple of years, we've seen Guile. Ryu, Chun-Li, Kami, Sakura, and Blanca be added to Fortnite. When do we get a fighting <laughs> Fortnite we, game? I'm just you know? saying, like, it's I mean, almost yeah. like, bro, it's, that would be It cool. just seems like the next thing. Again, I just feel like they're going after genres. Yeah. Like, what, what can we kind of attack in the industry with our massive amounts of money and... It kind reminds, of like replicate that experience here. It reminds you know? me a bit of like, you know how Riot is like really good at honing in on what is the competitive oh, yeah. t- type of game and how do we make the like the peak version of it. And like, that's why I'm excited for Project L because like, yes. you know, Riot's been able to kill it with Valorant. They've been Dang. able to kill it with their other things. Um, I could see, yeah, Fortnite almost feels like in um, Epic in that manner, feel like they're like, all right, we want to do that, but for these big expansive like battle royales, kart racers, a lot of stuff that appeals to kids, right? But like to your point, yeah, like what if, what if Fortnite is the answer to yeah. the big fighting game crossover type title? Like, what if we? That'd be crazy. What if after Tekken Eight comes out, like you get Jin and Kazuya as skins in Fortnite, and then as time goes on, right, you're able to get these other fighting games in there, and then you do, hey, now it is Fortnite, everything. Fort yeah. fight. Fort fight. <laughs> fort fight. Fort fight. Fort fight. Fort. There we go. <laughs> it took me a little bit to get there, but yeah, fort fight, and it is all these different fighting game characters fighting each other. I mean, with the custom games that are already in Fortnite, like with the like when I was last back home. Watching my nephew play a four-player co-op like horror experience, I was like, "This is in Fortnite. What the fuck?" And those are just custom games that people are making. So mm-hmm. there's probably custom games out there that are very similar to like I think there's a side scroller like Smash Bros style thing where you, like you can mm-hmm. knock each other and ring each other out and stuff like that. So there's it's all deep. sorts of stuff in that platform. Yeah. Um, oh my god! Yeah. Gosh. So the Minecraft experience, you're not really a survival player, but no, you kind but of I, felt the, the hooks. Yeah, and I think it was more so just like the fact that it's so it was so hands off and so like straight into it. Mm. You know, like I, I wasn't reading a lot of text. I wasn't having to like figure out a bunch of shit. It was hey, like here's a simple thing that's gonna nudge you in the right direction. And I put on a podcast and started building a little settlement. When you build a little settlement, you hear the bricks. Yeah, for real. ASMR. Oh, that's kind of sick. And like I, I like the like the visuals of like the environment looks fantastic um and it almost reminds me of playing i mean i guess the one example of something that has survival vibes right but isn't really a survival game is zelda like Breath okay. of the wild and tears of the kingdom where you're picking up all these resources and using them for different things i think i started to kind of like flow into that 
um, aspect, you right? You get it now. I had you that mindset, now. and I'm he's like, start, he's beginning to believe. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna collect all the wood, and I'm gonna collect all the fucking you know pumpkin vines, and like, yeah. figure out, did figure you have out the oh my god moment? Like, oh my god, I'm collecting fake wood right yeah, now. Yeah, no, legitimately, <laughs> I was like, oh man, I'm doing the thing. Like, I'm do, I'm playing the game that I've stayed I've away from. Become who I hate. <laughs> yeah, and so I don't, I like, I've not gotten that far with it. Like, mm. I built, I built myself a house, and I built like um, a town square, and I built like a little additional house so that that way when the girl that came through before when she comes back and can be like hey you can stay here it you sounds like you have gotten far into it bro. Say, you got he got a girl got coming a over to his house yeah. hold on bro way, so when the girl comes back we yeah. can have tea in the outhouse that before. i built with you. and she was like i was like oh come join my settlement and she was like well you don't have a bed and i was like oh hold on give me a second and then i built a whole fucking house and then i built like a bed i came back and she was gone he's already down bad in the game yeah. <laughs> my, my man got, yeah he got ghosted in a, in a digital world I really, I really did get ghosted <laughs> like a fortnight you don't even have a bed i can get a bed yeah. never last exactly. scene four days ago i'm not ago. into it but i'm the city planner for my <laughs> yeah yeah exactly well, I'm, on the, not... I'm on the student board on the... <laughs> that's great see what are you even playing later? oh man so i travel a lot for work so my 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 list is a little dated but i'm gonna tell you guys exactly what i'm playing oh it doesn't um, matter dated yeah oh, i mean okay. like we talk about like sometimes i just the earlier this year i f played dark souls 3 for the first time oh, okay yeah. all right okay so i travel a lot so and i like to keep it like on the stream where people can like kind of follow along and i haven't streamed the game in a while so bear with me but i'm playing god of war ragnarok right oh. now. so that's right in time because at the game awards they announced that free dlc i was like what I ain't even done yet, yeah. but I'll take it. Shout out to Santa Monica Sony, you know? Yeah. Um, but also on the side of like fighting games, I've been playing a lot of MK1. I've been playing a lot of Street Fighter 6 because I got big finals for those coming up and I just enjoy playing those games, right? And mm -hmm. I, there's a lot to follow with. Um, but then I'm a Marvel Snap like fiend. Mm. Oh, like okay. I'm a Marvel Snap like fiend. Like shout outs to my Damn, boy Yai say I'll tell you, bro. I'm when I tell you, like no matter what, my friends, they just hit me in the car, like, what the fuck? They're like, oh, he's playing Snap. Like, they, they my, shout out to my boy, Say Jam. Say Jam, say, yo, Steve, you got rest in Snap face. Like, he literally tells like, mm. yo, rest in Snap, Steve. I'm like, that's, <laughs> a, that's all I'm doing. But yeah, those are my three games. And Ragnarok is, like, I know I'm talking like two years out, but man, that game is goddamn ridiculous. Yeah, like, yeah. I literally, I was playing it on my stream and I was like, I can't believe anybody would not want to play this game. Yeah. But yeah, I'm in without, love with without it. Without spoiling though. it, how far are you? Um, What like, happened? How I'm many a, hours do you think maybe? Um, I'd be taking a long way. So maybe five to six hours. Okay. So, um, I don't... I'm, Journey's just begun. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I was going to say... I remember what I remember exactly what I did, but you know, that's for another time. But all I know is, is like, and I'm playing on like the hard difficulty. Mm. So this is not like a walk in a park room. I'm getting beat up, but I'm one of those guys. Get like, the parries down. Oh, yo, I, so good. yo, I get hyped. Like, if you like, when I do stuff right in those kinds of games, like, stab somebody to get him, son, and then the sun shoot the arrow. Yeah. And I jump up and I'm like, <laughs> yo, let's I go. Fucking love you, son. I, I fucking love you, son. He's like, I love you too. He's like, gun the bear. Oh, God, you know, like, but that game is ridiculous, bro. That's why I was really excited when they was like, Free D. I heard the oh, I was like, Kratos, is that you? And it was like, the game was free DLC. So I can't wait to get back, actually play that, because I'm definitely enjoying the game. Right after that, though. That's tomorrow, right? Spider-Man 2. Yeah, DLC tomorrow. Oh, Spider-Man 2. I got to go to Spider-Man 2, bro. Mm -hmm. Can't believe it didn't win one award. Not one. Happened Not again. One. Not yeah. one? It happened again. I ain't even played the game, and I'm offended. I'm like, bro, yeah. I've seen trailers. And I'm like, dog, it, I ain't seen a trailer that got me that hype. And we're on the show, we're, we're, uh, when we were doing the reactions to it, uh, Spider-Man is... Barkley playing in Jordan's era. 
Damn, they're, they're just like, it, 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 that it, it, is bars. Somebody, it, somebody clip that and would, send it to me. Damn. It would win in a lot of other years, but it always comes out the year when the year is so fucking stacked. Yeah, dude. it's a lot. And I mean, this year more than ever was yes, more stacked. Yes. You know? I was a little about to say, like, we talking about fighting games, but this year, games in general yeah. have been ridiculous ridiculous it's, it's like they don't want you to leave your house we were just able started to go back outside now they want us to go back in the house damn you video games and damn video games it's the same you know? yeah, yeah. spider-man 2 is gonna wow you though like it's it's a really really good time um yeah. i have been continuing my plane of robo quest which again real generic name what the okay. hell is this okay. game going? i don't but even know what bring, this is if you can bring up the footage this. uh kevin it's a uh it's a roguelite first person shooter it's kind of got like a stylized look to it, but it is legitimately like one of the best made roguelites I've played oh, ever. Wow. Okay. Um, shooting is great. All the different weapons, all the different, you pick up a weapon and suddenly it's like, oh, this one has fire damage. Oh, that's cool. Well, I got that other perk that ups my fire damage. So maybe I'd make this run a full fire run and I look for more fire oh, wow. type weapons. I love you know? that kind of game. Dude, play. bless it. Like I'm telling you, dude, this is like, this is, Give me these I haven't felt vibes. this way about a roguelite since... Probably like Hades or Returnal. Like yeah. it is that level oh, of, okay. oh, of okay. impressive because it finally hit its 1.0 release. But the 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 actual like the movement of it all, you can hop on enemies' heads, which is such a silly little thing like you can in Mario. But when you do it, it's it's cool. But you can kind of like chain together all these attacks. I don't know whose mm -hmm. gameplay this is. They're not shooting shit right now. <laughs> um, but um, no, it's just a really really damn good time. And earlier, Blessing was like, "Damn, maybe this is the game I play for Christmas break." And he was like. Oh, it's, it's 30 bucks, And I was like, it's on Game Pass, dude. Yeah. So oh, if you have man. Game Pass, it's a free download. Go download it. It is like... That's an immediate sell for Dude, me. I'm, I'm telling you, man, I like... It's sneaking. I'm like, dude, I think this is going to... This might sneak into the top 10 for my top 10 Damn, of the year. It is cop, like huh? that, that impressive. Um, Another game that I just finished, and I need to like just check the way that I'm pronouncing it. Blasphemous. Oh, everybody. Oh, everybody yeah. that that I, game is sick. My every, homie's been playing that game. Every, there's a lot of people in my chat that are like, I kept thinking you're saying The Last of Us. No, oh, Blasphemous. Yeah, Blasphemous. I just like be blas Blasphemy. I just be Blasphemous 2 over the weekend and uh, legit one of the best Metroidvanias I've ever played. Yeah. The boss design is nice. so damn good. It is, it's got such a smart way of intermingling all these like systems into how you connect and uh, play with the world. Um, I think this is Blasphemous 1, but you still killed it, Kevin, so yeah. keep, keep that footage coming, brother. Um, it's awesome, dude. It is, like, a really, really damn uh, good-made game, and uh, Discovery's awesome. It's got all those kind of Dark Souls-like side quests where you just talk to a random dude, and, like, no joke, the dude is, like, breastfeeding a baby and squirting milk out of his neck. Like, it's, like, mm. a weird—it's one of those— it's one like, of the, But I love that shit. I love that dude, shit, yeah. for the record. I'm into that shit. You, walk, you walk in somewhere, and there's, like— The video this, games. The video game dude, part. The, just the video the, game. One of the ladies that helps you out with your fucking, uh, like, health files, like, mm. little cherub angel babies are ripping the skin off of her body slowly. Damn! There is, we go. It is freaking weird, man. They've got, like, a lot of weird-ass things going on, uh, but— yeah, the, the the game kicks ass. It is very smart, and I'm glad that everybody told me to play because mm -hmm. a lot of people by the end of the year were like, "Andy, play Blasphemous too. You got to play." And I was like, "I don't know if I got time." I'm so glad I played it because it is likely going to be uh, a top ten for me as yeah, well at the end of the year. No, it's ridiculous, dude. I'm telling man, like the the stuff that they pull off with pixel art in this game. Yeah. It reminds makes, me of like when I played Dead Cells and like the pixel animation that looked fantastic. Bro, it makes no but no the thing with Dead Cells though, and that's a like I'm not trying to take anything away from them. Yeah. Dead Cells uses a lot of 3D animate 3D uh models mm -hmm. to then like 
Yeah, put on 2D. Like, yeah, yeah they, they they just use, like, a, a 2D kind of thing. So you're still seeing a 3D model moving and animating. Yeah, yeah. But the amount of, like, crazy, intricate animation happening here that's all pixelated is just mm. absolutely wild. So shout out to these devs because they kick so much ass making this game. Yeah, this um, looks ridiculous. Yeah, man. play Blasphemous 2, everybody. If you're Blasphemous 2. <laughs> oh, thank God. I, I was going to pick up the game with Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> right? um, I didn't know Ellie was in this game, thing. <laughs> and that's kind of all I've got for okay. games I'm playing. I also, like, just hop back into Jedi Survivor. I want to... Because Jedi not... Survivor came on, Bless and I kind of both fell off of it. I fell off because it wasn't really working on my PC too well. Okay. And I think Bless is more of like a... I just... Eh, uh, yeah. Not I too just wasn't into it. loving it. Um... But it's it's damn good. Like hopping back in, I was super lost. I was on stream. I was like, "Oh, what the fuck is going on right now?" But once you, I mean, it took like 20, 30 minutes to get. Fine. I mean, don't check me on that comment section. Like people might be like, "Andy, you took like an hour to kind of get the grasp of shit." But once I got back in, it's it it feels great to play um, movement and traversal and all the wall running and cool. I just unlocked the mid air dash. So you got the double jump with the midair dat. Like all of it just feels really well connected. And and it's just a super smart game when it comes to how uh, how the puzzles are built and everything. So yeah, it's a pretty damn good game. And I'm excited to actually play it now that it's running well. It only took a $4,000 PC to get damn. it run well on my, on my machine. So <laughs> thank God. Uh, but yeah, I can't wait to beat that. And hopefully we'll see where it lands by the end of the year. Um, Tasty Steve, where can people find you? Uh, at Tasty underscore Steve on Twitter, A or what is it, X now? Sorry, yeah. yeah. At Tasty underscore Steve, uh, twitch.tv slash Tasty underscore Steve. You can find me there as well on IG. And, you know, for all your fighting game needs, you know, hit me up. Yeah. Or just video games. You want to talk video games, comics, movies? I'm a big MCU guy, animator, whole nine. I'm like a super nerd. So whatever y'all want to talk about, I'm down for. Follow me there. Say hello, you know. And it's Beautiful. a pleasure, guys. Hey. It was it was so Great dope. Time. It was so dope to be here. You know? I was so excited because you again you were at the same event that I was. Yes. So I got to to chop it up with you for a second, and I like as soon as we we're chopping up, I was like, I should like talk to you about the studio and coming through, and then immediately we made it happen. And so. he literally was like, Yeah, bro, it's right here. I'm like, Oh, I know where that is. Like it was one of those. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely one of those. So I'm happy I came in, and it's been a pleasure to talk. I just like talking about like video games and stuff like that, and it's yeah. always a pleasure to we be gotta in have the company. Oh, yeah. Bro, just hit me up. You got my number. You know what to do. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm I'll always come and talk to games. You know, let's do it. Well, thanks for listening gamers to this week's kind of funny games cast we'll see you next week where we're probably going to talk about video games i'd assume uh we'll see you next time everybody goodbye <laughs>